Hello and welcome to the JJ Experience Show, where you learn how to become that bad bitch with money, business, and life. I am your host, Jay Johnson, and today on the show, we have Chloe from On The Go With Flow, and she is really that bitch when it comes to self-love and confidence. So I'm really excited for this conversation today. We're going to be talking all about building confidence, and then we're also going to be answering an anonymous submission about um, relationship advice. So I'm excited for that. I'm so excited. Like, yeah. And this is also our first stoner session on the podcast as well. We just, you know, took a little hit. So if you guys are with us and it's an appropriate setting, then go ahead and get your pipe, your bong, your blunt, your joint, whatever. And let's talk building confidence. Okay. So if you want to introduce yourself a little better, I know I'm not really the best with that or tell us anything else about yourself feel free. You have the floor. Oh my gosh. No, I feel like I, it's so hard to talk about yourself, but I'm going to try my best. Right. So hi, I'm Chloe. I started on the go with Chloe because I just go everywhere all the time. I run around a lot. That's where on the go kind of came from. But as I started creating content, I started realizing, Hey, I have a story to tell. I have a platform to speak on. I have a life experience to share. And that's where kind of the confidence crash course came out. It was birthed out of my brain that way. <laughs> um, but it just, it started relating into the way that I approach life and just the way that I approach pretty much everything. And it's mm-hmm. with this air of realistic, like just realism, a lot of You know, it's not all or nothing. Nothing is everything. Very kind of gets woo woo. So I'm sure you'll hear it as we get going. A lot of the times, like on my podcast, I say, stick with me, guys. Stick with me. I know it sounds crazy right now. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's kind of how it has to go with like kind of the band, you know. But I am just a girl just like you, a person just like you living their life. But I just show everybody and bring you along with me. So I am. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just like you, ma'am. <laughs> I freaking love it. Honestly, um, everyone should definitely follow her on Instagram because just like your vibes, your branding, um, Chloe and I are also in the same like Instagram program as well. So yes. we definitely talk a lot there and like, we're just all obsessed mm-hmm. with her branding. Like your branding is so cute. It's so good. I love it. Everything. Stop. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. Cause it's literally the personification of like what I feel in my brain or like what mm-hmm. I see. So it's like so nice when other people are like, hey, I like what your brain is doing. So I'm like, yeah. thank you for that affirmation. It really is. It's, it's so good. It's like, it's really organized chaos. Like, I, I feel like it's like a little bit chaotic, but like, it's just also so put together and like, like you're, you're meant to do that. Like, it just seems so good. So. Yes. But isn't that life? Isn't life truly organized chaos? Yeah, it is. It's a great point. I like this already. Stick with me, guys. Stick with me. <laughs> Okay, so you were telling me a little bit about your story, but I would just love to know really how you got to this place of just being so confident with like who you are and everything. Yeah, honestly, I do preach uh, that confidence is a lifelong journey, (laughs) but I will admit I've had a little bit of a head start. Um, I always say like if you could watch a three minute clip of my life, um, like from conception to now, you would be like, yes makes sense why she does what she does. Um, (laughs) So, you know, as a kid, I was a little bit of an attention whore. 
I was the first baby. You know, I'm sure all firstborns know what I'm talking about. I did sports because I had a bunch of uncles that loved baseball. I said, I'm going to be good at baseball. So you guys want to pay attention to me. I had family that loved theater and listening to me sing. So guess who got really good at singing? So everybody had to listen to me sing after dinner. (laughs) I loved attention. I'm like, I just loved it so much. And so as I got older, I started coasting. I was really good at sports as a young age and I was really smart in school at at a young age. And it started like as a teenager coasting on those accomplishments and starting to build up who I'm going to be. I, I've always had a very strong sense of self. Like I said, I had a head start. Not a lot of people have that. I get it. So I've always had a really strong sense of self and I knew that I was going to get good grades. I knew I was going to be good at sports. I knew that I would be good on stage if I did this or that. I was very confident in myself. So I started like just coasting on that through high school because it was easy for me. But then I started getting into my early 20s and like I'm 27. So I feel like I officially get to start saying early 20s, right? Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, sometimes I'm like, they're like, you're only 27. Whatever. Um, You know, in my early 20s, I started to kind of do the nosedive after coasting on it and the fake it till you make it cycle. I'm sure we've all been on it. You know, it was cycling in my brain of, you know, well, I've always been really smart in high school, but now I'm in college, but I'm still going to be be smart, the smart girl. Or, well, I played sports in high school, so when I'm in college now, I'm going to play sports. Or this was who I was in high school, and now this is who I'm going to try to live up to be and be the adult version of in college. And that just came to a screeching halt in my late 20s, like now, because now I feel like I'm truly starting to settle in to a more balanced approach to what my self-worth is and like who I am, which is very much my, my thinking of nothing is everything, which we can touch on if we get to it. But I honestly think like, there's always a point where it's like, what clicked and you, like, what was the magic moment, blah, like some people like turning point, um, ego death, look it up. It's mind blowing and ego death, um, around my Oh my gosh, math, 26th birthday. So yeah, because I'm almost, okay, math. Um, all right, I'm on my 26th birthday. I, holy shit, Jade, I don't know if you know this. I was fired from my job that I had worked the past six years, like gotten a, like two, a, a degree, a master's degree for. I was majorly shifting my career goals, now suddenly going into social media, um, a very important important friendship to me at the time, like just ghosted me. Um, my family dynamics were shifting. We had brother moved in, we moved, everything was changing. Like essentially every single key area in my life that I would like cultivate and like curate confidence and like self assurance and self worth through majorly shifted all at once. Like mm-hmm. I, my stoner, my, my brain that hit is like, taking me back right now my lord but yeah it just it caused an ego death Mm -hmm. which is that's exactly what you needed yes honestly it was exactly what I needed at the time because I essentially an ego death is like you take a step 
back and step outside of yourself and see yourself for what you really are without that rose colored glasses of like tenderness that we mm-hmm. tend to approach ourselves with, you know, like we tend to be nicer to ourselves yeah. and more forgiving to ourselves and like make excuses for ourselves. So like an ego death is truly like taking a step out and like seeing a more realistic view of yourself. And it's just like remembering that like you're human. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's honestly what clicked for me that shifted me into this more realistic approach to life. I love that. Our stories are so actually like, I feel like pretty similar. It's weird. Like listening to you, I was like, oh my God. Um, Cause I also feel like I kind of had a head start um, with this, mm. with this stuff. Like I was always like very confident. And even when I started working, like on my first job, like I was like very confident in that aspect, like asking for raises, getting promotions and stuff. And I was, I, always, I often think about it and I'm like, where did that really come from? Because like my mom was like very like empowering, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I I was like, where did that really come from? Like, I'm not really sure, but, um, I definitely appreciate it. I like, I'm so glad that like, I'm like that, but, um, yeah, yeah, I also had a, I guess I didn't know it was called an ego death or like anything like that, but there was a turning point for me where I had to make a decision, um, whether I wanted to actually commission into the army as a second Lieutenant. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I had been working on for eight years. So it was something that like I thought I wanted and like one version of myself like at one point did, but then it changed and it shifted and like I knew that people really weren't going to understand there was financial implications that were involved. It was literally like so fucking big I was pregnant at the time so I wasn't just making decisions for me. Um, it was literally crazy. And I ultimately decided like, that's not where I wanted to be in life or like go in life. Like I admire those who choose that. I respect it, but I just wanted something else for myself. And, um, I just didn't, I didn't want to do it. Like I could do it. You know, I, I definitely could, I'd be fucking great at it. Like I was so good at it. Everyone was so confused. They were like, what? Um, but I just didn't want to, like, that was really it plain and simple, but yeah, I didn't know that it was called an ego death. And I guess I had one. Isn't like by the way, a what an amazing story because holy, I've never heard you like say it all at once like that. Just to hear it all together, holy shit! <laughs> Thank you. Um, and Thank two, you. yeah, no. Once I, I'm one. I'm very big on once I finally find the word that describes what's up here in this little brain. Yeah, I. Oh, oh, I just like get a tingle down my back. You know what I mean? Like whenever something clicks, you're like, that's the word that explains it. Yeah, that was ego death for me. Yeah, no, I get it. What's your sign, by the way? I'm a Libra and I love it because I'm very like diplomatic. I'm very seeking like even balance, which Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Um, You know, I mentioned that like now I feel like I'm starting to approach things with the very more like balanced approach like I'm not just drawing all of my confidence from one thing um so like it's very much my Libra and then I'm a Capricorn rising Gemini moon so the Gemini moon Mm -hmm. like throws in yeah a little fun Mm -hmm. yeah I'm just a ball you are you're a ball I'm like still learning about everybody's like zodiacs um like Gemini I'm not too familiar with it but I'd need to be because like my sister is one but she's a little she's different like she's a little off <laughs> because like I don't think all Geminis are oh, and they're okay. amazing yes she is amazing um but me I What's am a Scorpio sun Libra moon 
and then Aquarius rising. <laughs> Jade! So yeah, I feel like I'm pretty cool, guys. I love it. But I feel Just like- so you know, if I'm ever looking for like an egg donor, I want your eggs. Really? Oh my gosh, you are just a, oh my gosh, no wonder. Guys, listen to everything she says. You're hyping me up. Uh, I love you. (laughs) Yeah, I I I really, really I knew I had a good vibe. Yes, me too about you. Like I literally, it's just, it's so attractive. You know, I highly recommend everyone look into like what their Zodiac is and like what your big three are, because I feel like it really does tell you so much about yourself and you can really understand like why and how like how to react in certain situations it's just like you get to know yourself it's so good I like it I like it a lot I love a story or it's like a test to tell me about myself there is nothing that my like my little attention whore of a five-year-old self loves more I am dead when I first heard you call yourself an attention whore I was like this girl you know, like you own I mean, it. Though. Though like, you that's know what, that's I what mean. it is. I get it. No, I, yeah, I also was like that as a child too. I'm like, give me him on camera. Like all that. I've, I've shifted a little bit. I was though. the like, dancing queen. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you seen that? Or have you seen, um, what is the one with, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna remember it. So we can just move on. I'll, I'll DM you later. Stoner brain. Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> Okay, so um, you talked a little bit about it before when you were talking about like realistic confidence, but if you want to dive into that more, Mm. I would love to hear it. Mm. Yeah, whenever I started really leaning into and calling it realistic confidence, it kind of was like, wait, what? Isn't all confidence realistic? No. I feel like in this age of, you know, very much body positivity and we're becoming more accepting and it's amazing, but there's also a slippery slope. Uh, We get into this point where sometimes it feels like, can I not have a moment of feeling ugly? Yeah. Like, can I not have a moment of, like, I know that this outfit doesn't look good on me. Stop telling me that I slay, sis. Like, I'm realistic about it, you know? And I think it was honestly, like the shift was caused by that ego death because I was able to look at myself in a more realistic way and think about myself nicer. And I think it is because we tend to view ourselves with this like rose colored glasses. And we think that, oh, we're the main character of everything. And we have all this huge ego. But in reality, for example, okay, it's so much better in examples. No one gives a fuck if you're what you're wearing to the cookout. They're just happy that you showed up, you know? And if they do care, fuck them. Another example, a size two babe has just as much right to complain about feeling bloated or feeling chubby that day as a size 12, 22, 32 babe, okay? Mm -hmm. Is it annoying for us bigger girls sometimes to hear that? Yeah, but we're all going through something. It's realistic. We're all human. You know, Mm -hmm. I can wake up every single day and look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I am the most beautiful thing in the world. Not even Beyonce could hold a candle to me, except for that one little wrinkle in the middle of my forehead. I would love to get rid of that. Then get some Botox, baby. Like, Mm -hmm. do what you have to do in order to just find that realistic balance. Let's be like, I just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of 
the messaging out there is like, no, you have no choice but to wake up every every day and shit rainbows and puke butterflies. Yeah. And I'm just not into it. No, I totally agree. And it's literally like the Libra in you. That's just like, give me the truth. Like I can call it like it is. I, I like that. I haven't like, I haven't really like given that that much thought. Um, but that really is like, you're so right. Like realistic confidence. Cause like, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like you're so right. Yeah. Oh my God. Boom. Right and I'm there. sure that you see it a lot, um, in your field of work, like working with money, like not, I mean, imagine if like your money coach was telling you, oh, well, if you just stop drinking Starbucks every morning, that's not realistic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Realistic expectations. Yeah. I think once you start approaching your life and every day with just realism and just meeting yourself where you're at in the day, Mm -hmm. that's a huge thing I preach, like meet yourself where you're at, man. If you feel chubby, then guess what? Put on that fit your favorite dress that gives you room to breathe. Meet yourself where you're at. Don't force yes. yourself into leather pants. Mm-hmm. Don't be uncomfortable, you know, not just because your girls are saying, no, wear the leather pants because you look hot and we're all be comfortable. Yeah. It's just realistic. Mm-hmm. I, for one, have always been like, even like on date nights, I'm wearing like the cutest, like little like black dinner dress and I'll still put on like mm. some cute sneakers. And I'm like, I'm not wearing the heels. Like, I'm just not doing it. I won't. I understand it looks better. It looks great. But yeah, these will work. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I'm sure people, like, kind of listen. They're like, oh, well, it's easy to say that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but take that easy example and just start applying it to every little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, of like, oh, well, I don't want to go on this vacation because I have no brand new clothes really like just wear your old clothes yeah Yeah. don't don't feel like your self-worth needs to arrive from having a whole new outfit to walk to wear around strangers that you've never met at the resort just be happy that you could afford the vacation Mm. (laughs) yeah no that makes me sad that like anybody wouldn't like want to go on a vacation because like they think that their worth is attributed to clothes that they're wearing it makes me so sad it's inter yeah but you know what i have been there before i've been on I've, there's been a time where I was on a beautiful cruise and I wasn't happy with myself at the time. Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy with the way I looked. I was beating myself up for things that I didn't deserve to beat myself up for. And I literally didn't want to leave my cruise room because I said, well, I don't have a cute swimsuit to wear, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to go. And like, that sounds so crazy right now, but in, at the time it made so much sense. Mm -hmm. So it's all about, it's like, like I said, it's a journey if there's bumps in the road, there are ups, there's downs, but like, we are never done learning. Yeah. You're never done. And you are such a beautiful example of that. Like the fact that you were really at that point where like, you just didn't want to come out of your room, like on a cruise, like where you are now, that's just such mm-hmm. like, you've come like just leaps and bounds. Like that is so great. So for anyone oh, listening, like yeah. no matter where you are, like she's saying, like meet yourself where you're at for sure. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what are some of your other favorite confidence building tools? Ooh, um, they're kind of like little taglines because like I said, if I can't bring like a word to what I'm feeling, then it just is jumbled. Mm-hmm. It's the stoner in me. Like sometimes like my intention during a sesh is to sit down and be like, find the word, <laughs> find the thing to describe that mm-hmm. feeling. Um, so I have one that's kind of 
a little superficial because let's be honest, life and confidence and everything in the world can be a little superficial at times. And then the other one is a little bit deeper. Okay. I'll get a little deeper. Um, but the first one, and it kind of goes along with money. So I'd like to hear your take on it too. It's be high maintenance in order to be low maintenance. You know, if you want the daily confidence boost of waking up with nice skin, then let's make it a point to take care of your skin, be high maintenance about your skin. Mm -hmm. If it's a point to you that, you know, you lack confidence in your wardrobe, then be high maintenance, dump some money into your wardrobe or start really working on curating it. And then, you know, if it is, you know, I don't like this part about my job, I don't like this thing, dump some time into it, work harder, find something else, be a little bit more high maintenance about it. Yeah. So it can be as easy as, you know, be high maintenance as in get really good skincare so that way you don't have to buy makeup or put makeup on. But it can also mean deeper, you know, of just the things that matter to you. Pump a little bit more time and love into them. Yeah. No, oh, I really love that. Like that is like such a good way of putting it or like such a unique way of like phrasing it. Um, but yeah, like I that is, that is it. That, and I've actually been doing that and without even like really realizing it, but I've been like really prioritizing my skincare so that like, I felt good about myself without makeup and yeah. like, it's really worked. I heard that like girls in Paris, like have like a whole different like face routine. Like they don't really wear a lot of makeup. They primarily just have like really good skincare. So I'm like, I'm going to be a yes. Paris girl. <laughs> and it makes sense because it's so freaking hot and humid. So like who wants to wear layers of makeup? Yeah. Oh my God. I know we're both Ugh. in like such hot places, Texas and Florida. I just sweat so much. No, but I'm sure you can agree. Like from a money standpoint, I love, cause I, to mm -hmm. me, I justify it as it's also eating healthy. So that way, you know, you're not trying to treat diabetes later. You know, yeah. it's like treat yourself well right now, be very high maintenance in the moment right now. So that way, whenever there's times mm -hmm. that it's, oh my God, I'm struggling, then you can be low maintenance. Yeah, I agree. It really all comes down to like just checking in with yourself and listening and knowing yourself and then having like radical responsibility and taking action. Like that's what I tell people like mm. when it comes to money, like radical responsibility and taking action is literally going to get you so far, so far, everything you want. So yeah. Radical responsibility. I'm writing that down. I one, needed right? that. <laughs> That feels good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, but no, I have one more tip. Yes. And it's honestly, so it might be a little bit of a hot take. Give it. <laughs> so I am not all about be your best self, be your best self, because as a recovering type A, being my best selfer, mm -hmm. she wasn't operating mm -hmm. at the best. You know, like that maybe my best self isn't my best. So I operate on be your favorite self it takes a little bit of the pressure off does it not it does it really does just like the changing yeah just the changing of like from be your favorite self it kind of takes that pressure off of like having to show up every single time yeah and it goes along with you know meet yourself where you're at oh yeah just whatever it started to click to me I'm like no I don't I just want to be my favorite self today. And my, what would my favorite version of myself be doing at, at this moment? How would my favorite version of myself handle this? You know, mm -hmm. my best self might go into five years of planning mm -hmm. and super like crazy mode, mm -hmm. but my favorite self 
might choose to say, you know what, Chloe, you can't handle it right now. Let's put a pin in it. You know, favorite Chloe loves that, that path. So I want to be my favorite self, not always my best self. That is so freaking good. I love that. Like I really, for me, like I'm also type A as fuck and I definitely have always the urges of like, you know, being able to show up every day, like realistically just for all that I have going on and being a mom and stuff. Like I have been doing better with myself, like just giving myself like days of, you know, I don't need to get shit done, um, which has been great. But it really, like when you put it like that, like the favorite self, it really like makes it easy to go day to day doing what you want to do that day. And I love that because that's honestly actually how my richest self would be. Like I wake up every day and I decide what I want to do. So it really like co-aligns so beautifully. I love that. Yeah. Because it makes sense. Like your favorite self is your richest self. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love it. And it just feels like it takes the pressure off. Like I feel like folks that are especially like listening to us because they're more than likely like us. They've been in our same spots. And like I'm like, listen, I don't know everything, but I might be like two or three steps ahead of you. Let me just sprinkle it so you can catch up to me and maybe get in front of me so you can tell me what to do. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Okay. So, <sighs> ooh, we are now at the anonymous submission asking for relationship advice. Crap. Um, okay. So I've written out some stuff. So this is really fun because I posted, um, we posted like a little link for people to like drop stuff in. And I did get like a few, so I'm excited to like cover stuff like that on the podcast. I think it'll be fun. But yeah, first I'm one. I'm so excited. I always wanted to have a um, advice segment, like in a newspaper when it used to be like, yes. ask Annie. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. That's actually what this is. So yeah, guys, if you're listening and you want to get advice from me and someone else on the podcast, then definitely ask. Um, okay, so for this one, let's call her Amy, but Amy has been in a relationship with this guy for about three years. This past year, they did break up for a few months because Amy found out that he was talking to another girl. On top of that, he was just not being a good boyfriend and being as involved in the relationship as she was. They ended up getting back together, but then recently she found out that he has continued talking to the girl from before. So she broke up with him and she says that she understands that he doesn't deserve her, but it's really hard for him to let, for her to let him go. So she really wants him to be the one for her. So she's just heartbroken that he keeps doing this. So Ooh. it's a rough situation that um, I feel for her. Like, I definitely feel for her. I understand, like, yeah. how bad that sucks. But ultimately, I'll, I'll let you go first because you're the, you're yeah. the confidence girly on this. No, I loved that last part. Can you say again what the last part? It was like okay, she, she recognizes that. Yeah, um, she uh, he understands that he doesn't deserve her, but it's really hard for her to let him go. And she really just wants him to be the one. So she's just heartbroken that he keeps doing this. She wants him so bad to be the one. And haven't we all been there at some point? Like you're just like. Yeah. I want him to be the one. Yeah. Now my question is, so you're going to, they're going to hate this, mm-hmm. the writer in, because I'm a Libra. I'm going to give you two sides to everything. I like that. <laughs> so one approach is like, do you want him to be the one because you've invested so much time and energy and possibly money if you guys live together and um, it would be low-key embarrassing if you guys broke up at this point? You kind of sense where I'm yeah, going. Just... Like, is it you want him to be the one because of that? Yeah. 
which is like an ego thing. Trust me, I get it. Been there, hurt, I hear you. Or do you think you're maybe holding on to something that was maybe true at, at one point, but you guys have both changed? And as much as this person doesn't want to say like, oh, well, the breakup or the you know separation for the little bit or the finding out about the um, I, I think it's, that's my own personal thing. It's cheating if you're talking, but I understand yeah. everybody has their own things. You know, that's always going to be kind of in the back of your mind. You're always going to have that. There's no true, like moving on from things that really hurt you like that. It kind of sits with you and I'm being realistic. You guys hate it yeah. sometimes. I'm being realistic. It sits you with are. you. So it's almost like you have to ask yourself, well, do I want him to be the one or do I, I'm holding on to this so much because of my ego and because of all of that, like I owe it to us. Like, that's what I hear a lot. Well, I owe it to the relationship. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. So what do you, what do you think, Jade? No, I definitely agree. Like that is always going to be in your mind. Even if you choose to move forward again, um, that, you know, you're just going to have trust issues. Like that is definitely bound to come up. But like, for me, I just like, mm-hmm. okay, like you forgive him once, you know, shame on him. But then like, he bucks you over again. Like, no, like, you know, you just can't take him back, mm-hmm. especially a third time. Like, I, I think that if she already like caught him doing this, um, then I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm sorry, baby. But I think that I understand yeah. like, it's hard, but like, you really, something beautiful will come out of this. Like you're really going to find yourself. Um, I know it's going to suck, but like, you're going to be, you're just going to be real with yourself and just get to know yourself, you know, take time to really like explore who you are, because if you have been in a relationship for a long time, you know, just focus on self and like things will come, things will fall into place. And eventually it does get easier. It just sucks. Like we've all been heartbroken before. I've been in a relationship for a long time. So I haven't really gone through anything like this since like high school um but I remember how bad Mm -hmm. it felt like it really was like I remember crying into my pillow for like six months and um Mm -hmm. for me it's like I think I would rather do that than um sacrifice like my self-worth I think that's what you really have to have to think about and like also think about um I've like heard this from someone on TikTok her name is um your manifesting bestie but she always says like ladies like why are we putting these men on a pedestal like let's put ourselves on a pedestal like why are we obsessing over them like let's obsess over us Mm -hmm. so definitely think about all of the amazing attributes and things that you have going for you and just like write them down if you need like positive affirmations just remind yourself how much of a badass bad bitch you are why anybody would be lucky to have you and how much you have going on and like that's really what you need to obsess over like and I I don't know I feel like that's kind of like a hot take because like people are like that might be insensitive um, or like not the best way to go about it. But like, I honestly, that's, that's real. That's what I think. So I, Mm -hmm. I feel for you, but you have to pick yourself up because no one is going to care more about you than you. So you got to like dust it off and keep going. Think about yourself in like a year. Where do you want to be? If you want to be with this person, then suck it up, deal with it. Like let's be with them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you're like, Ooh, I don't know then just be done. Mm-hmm. Just gotta, just gotta do it. Yeah. But I think that like, since she does acknowledge that he doesn't deserve her, there is something yeah. that she just has you to know. let go. Like she's holding on to it for some reason. And she needs to get to the core of like what that is about. And um, 
and then deal with it. And I think maybe if you want to have closure, like, okay, I get it, but you know, you have to show respect for yourself for like your future self and everything. And, you know, just be strong. This sucks. Got this. It sucks. So <laughs> heartbreak is so sad. I hate it. Mood, like, <laughs> Makes me so sad. I'm in a happy relationship, but like I'm thinking about like if it were to end and like me going through this. Mm. Sad. I yeah, no, I feel that I've been with my boyfriend now for five years, mm-hmm. but we've always been the like we we call ourselves the Marshall and Lily of our um who I met your mother, how I met your mother group. You know, like the couple that's always been there, but it's like we still lived like our lives around everybody else. So I like to think that I still have my pulse yeah. on things. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. We're so alike, dude. <laughs> I've been in a relationship for six years and I feel the same way. Like to a team. Okay. So I love us. What is your best piece of advice for our rich bitches listening? Whether that be confidence building life, whatever you want. Mm. Okay. Um, and this is one, like it's advice that I should listen to myself. It is ask for help actually ask. Don't just ask for help when you desperately need it. Ask for help preemptively. Confidence is knowing where your strengths lie and where your weaknesses are and asking for help to fulfill those weaknesses. So ask for freaking help. Nobody out here knows what the hell they're doing. Nobody does. So just ask. I love that. Self-love guys. Self-love. Self-awareness too. It's like, uh, Mm -hmm. it's not all on you, man. It's really not. Life is a village. At least it's supposed to be. So let people in. Thank you. I honestly needed that. Like I never asked for help. So I struggle. I know that I'm my, my worst self. I am not my favorite self Yeah. when I am not asking for help. Yeah. No, you're so right. When you think about it, when you say it like that, like, and it really does. I feel like people aren't even like opposed to helping you. Like they genuinely will help you if like you ask for it. But yes, <laughs> but like they will. Like me, I'll do this thing where like I'll just be you know having like get getting hit in the face with like mom life and motherhood and like all of the stuff that comes with that. And I'm just like so upset. But I literally have mom friends. But like I'll be crying, like sobbing my eyes out because mm-hmm. no one understands me and no one gets it. But I'm like the next day, I'm like, why didn't I like text? my mom or any of my mom friends like to make me feel better I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah or I'm like I know the things that will help me yeah why don't I do them yeah oh my gosh or like I forget sometimes like uh we joke a lot because it's it's the recovering um type a and me the recovering you know eldest daughter but I think I went through I've gone through life just assuming a lot of things because I was too nervous to ask when I was in my fake it to my make it stage. Yes. And now I'm operating on some really wild <laughs> assumptions. Wow. So I'm still blown away to this day. I'm like, I have no idea when I really think about it, where I'm like, I have nothing to base this off of. I can't tell you because I just made it up. So just ask. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with asking. I love it. So true. So true. Okay. Where can it's everyone <laughs> find you? Oh my gosh. Hang out with me. Um, I'm an Instagram girl. If you want to, if you want to hang out with me on TikTok, you're going to really see some inner demons. Um, but I am on the go with Chloe, um, C H L O 
everywhere. And if you really like really want to hear my voice a lot and you're like, wow, this girl kind of sounds coherent every once in a while. I like what she's saying. Then you definitely need to hang out with me at the confidence crash courses where I tip. I talk all things, confidence, self-worth, self-love, you know, just, just what we've been doing here, man. Just we're doing it over there as well. Yes. I love it. <laughs> hey, bestie. If you loved or resonated with this episode, it would be amazing if you left a review and DM me on Instagram because I would love to hear from you. Keep kicking ass and getting rich. I will see you next week. Bye.